A high-speed pursuit ended with canine assistance and an arrest in the town of Rosendale yesterday evening. At approximately 5.35 p.m., a Fond du Lac Sheriff's deputy attempted a stop on a vehicle speeding 100 miles per hour in a 65 on Highway 151 near Highway 49 in the town of Wapan. A pursuit ensued north on 151 with the suspect vehicle cutting through the median into the southbound lanes before being terminated as the vehicle began traveling north on Highway 26. Later an officer in the village of Rosendale located the vehicle and a second pursuit occurred, leading to the suspect vehicle becoming disabled in a farm field and the operator fleeing on foot. The driver identified as an 18-year-old male from Oshkosh surrendered to authorities without further incident after seeing Sheriff's canine deputy rip. The subject is wanted on four separate felony cases in Dane County and is being charged with two counts of felony fleeing eluding, first degree recklessly endangering safety, resisting an officer felony bail jumping and other traffic violations. The Horicon City Council recently approved a local group's request to rent Riverbend Park for an upcoming event. The Horicon Historical Society's Living History Days is set to return Mother's Day weekend after a three-year hiatus. The rental request did draw some discussion among council members. Some expressed concerns, including Mayor Josh Moss, about the ability of residents to still walk their dogs. Impression that the, the park is going to be closed, but there's, as you know, tons of people that walk that trail that extends off Larrabee Street. They're not going to be all throughout the park. They just basically come to the, where the park horse trail is and then, and then walk back. Event officials say it could be further discussed, which may include an admission fee for attendees to help offset costs. Another concern the council had was whether a residential street runs through the park. City clerk Kristen Jacobson says if there is a road through the park, it would be something they need to investigate. So we were going to look into that because technically if that's a road, you would need a street use permit, much the same like what you guys get on Winter Street. Sure. Um, and then they would have a street use permit, which would, if you if approved, would allow them to utilize the street. Horicon's Living History Days will be taking place at Riverbend Park May 12th through the 14th. Admission is free and open to the public. Marshfield Medical Center Beaver Dam is now accepting applications for their fourth round of community health grants. The program was created as part of a comprehensive initiative to ensure the hospital's health and well-being efforts placed a greater focus on local needs. The hospital has already granted $75,000 to area community organizations through the program. Hospital officials say all local nonprofit groups doing work to improve the health and well-being of the Dodge County area are encouraged to apply. Applications are due by March 20th. More information can be found with this news story at DailyDodge.com. A fundraiser is seeking formal dresses for a scholarship established for a fallen Beaverdam High School alum. The Emily's Closet fundraiser is in memory of 2014 grad Emily Lyons, who died in a snowmobile accident in 2015. Organizer Katie Schmidt-Hahn. Dresses are the, the biggest item that we have, and the, the biggest customers that we see are um, young women that are even in high, that are in high school, even up to adult women that are coming and looking for a dress for a, a wedding or what have you. But we have the majority of high school students coming in and finding a dress just because it's kind of leading up to prom season, but that is what we mostly get our dresses, and that's a, that's a big seller. 
Price ranges between $5 and $50. Schmidhan says they have received shoe donations as well as accessories and men's ties. The money raised goes towards the Emily C. Lyons Memorial Scholarship Fund, which is awarded to two students every year. They get a one-time $2,000 scholarship. Um, we're looking really looking for individuals that are very much like Emily. Good character, a lot of kindness, treats others with kindness and respect throughout. Um, they do not need to be going to a four-year school. If they want to go to a technical school, great. Schmidt-Hahn says they also accept cash donations at the Beaverdam Unified School District Business Office. She says they just opened their Beaverdam High School drop-off site and students can bring items to the school store the rest of this week as well as Monday through Wednesday of next week. Donations can also be dropped off at Matera, Wisconsin, located at 555 Beacon Avenue through March 9th. The sale will also take place at Matera March 10th through the 12th. The Green Lake County Sheriff's Office is looking to fill several job openings at their jail. Chief Deputy Matt Vandykolk says they need corrections officers as well as a master control assistant. He says it is a key position at the jail responsible for a number of different tasks. The person is in charge of radios and intercoms in the jail pods, logging information, scheduling some of the events in the jail, and answering phones. A Mayville man has been charged with running from police. Kevin Haugen reports. Blaze Clem is facing a felony count of fleeing, as well as misdemeanor charges of third offense, operating while under the influence, operating while revoked, and resisting. A Mayville police officer reportedly observed Clem driving last April while his license was still revoked. The officer attempted a traffic stop, but Clem's vehicle allegedly accelerated away. During the chase, police say Clem failed to stop at a stop sign and was estimated going 60 miles per hour in a 25-mile-per-hour zone. The vehicle eventually stopped and Clem ran a short distance on foot, according to the complaint, before stopping when officers said they would tase him. When speaking with Clem, authorities reportedly noted an odor of intoxicants and that Clem's eyes were bloodshot. Clem allegedly admitted to drinking an alcoholic beverage. A preliminary breath test reportedly returned a reading of .036. If convicted, the 46-year-old faces six and a half years behind bars and initial appearance is set for March 20th. And I'm Kevin Haugen reporting for WBEV. The Wisconsin Counties Association Opioid Task Force aims to help counties make the best use of their opioid settlement funds. Winnebago County Executive John Damel is the task force chair. He says providing Narcan to overdose victims is critical. This is not about making drug use safe. I'll say that again. This is not about making drug use safe. It's about keeping people alive long enough to get them to recovery. We cannot help them when they're dead. Damel provided an update during the County's Association Legislative Conference in Madison yesterday. For the first time in a decade, the Environmental Protection Agency proposes updates to the standard for soot. Clean Wisconsin Energy Manager Kieran Gallagher says that's still far short of what is needed to protect people's health. The proposed lower standard from the EPA is better, but doesn't improve the air quality here in Wisconsin, which is why that uh, we felt the need to propose an even lower standard. In Wisconsin, the communities most impacted by this type of pollution include counties with larger urban areas like Milwaukee and Dane. This pollution comes from cars and trucks, but also from power plants and industries. 
Soot is fine particles linked to asthma, heart disease, and even premature deaths. Gallagher says six Wisconsin counties out of Gamey, Waukesha, Grant, Eau Claire, Milwaukee, and Dane could see improved health outcomes with a stronger standard. State transportation officials are lessening frozen road law coverage for parts of southern Wisconsin, including Dodge County. The Wisconsin Department of Transportation is ending the frozen road declaration for southern Wisconsin Zone 4. The zone encompasses all parts of Dodge County that are the southeast of Highway 151. The frozen road declaration remains in effect for all of Dodge County northwest of 151, including Beaverdam, Fox Lake, Randolph, and Waupun. A frozen road declaration is typically in effect from mid-December to late February or early March. It means eligibility for increased weight limitations is restricted to vehicles hauling abrasives or salt for highway winter maintenance. And finally, a new name for a Madison Middle School in an effort to cut ties with slavery. Here's Robin Colbert. Madison School Board voted unanimously to rename Jefferson Middle School after civil rights pioneer Ezekiel Gillespie. Gillespie fought to secure voting rights for black men in Wisconsin. The other finalist was Maya Angelou. A push began a year ago to rename Jefferson Middle School. 42 proposals were submitted. This change will take effect at the beginning of the next school year. In Madison, Robin Colbert, Wisconsin Radio Network. The Madison District has already renamed a high school, James Madison Memorial, to Val Phillips Memorial. Phillips was the first black woman to graduate from UW-Madison's law school and the first black woman to serve a statewide office in Wisconsin. I'm Justin Wilski reporting from the Daily Dodge News Center. Submit your news tips at dailydodge.com.